Welcome to the Find Your Awesome Podcast. My name is Kelsey Abbott and I'm your host. I'm an intuitive human design and money coach and I help people welcome more ease, joy, and abundance into their lives. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. I have a special treat for you this week. A few weeks ago, I was on Kate House's podcast, the Live by Design podcast, and we had so much fun together that I decided to re-air that episode right here for you guys on the Find Your Awesome podcast. Kate is incredible. We had such a great time together. And she's got an exciting event coming up in a few weeks. She's hosting this whole summit and it's done via private podcast. So you don't have to be anywhere at a certain time. You don't have to watch videos because who has time to do that? Who's actually going to do that? You get to listen to the podcast at your own time. Stay tuned to my email list for all the details on that. And if you're not already on my email list, come on over to KelseyAbbott.com. Get yourself on the list. If you haven't gotten your free human design chart from me yet, get that. Come hang out with us. Who knows what surprises we will delight you with. And with that, let's get into this episode. This is me on the Live by Design podcast with Kate House. I love you. Have an amazing week. May it be filled with delightful surprises and miracles. Hey, Kelsey. Welcome to the Live by Design podcast. I am so super excited to be sitting down and recording with you today. Thank you so much, Kate. I am so excited to be here and I love you already. I'm just so excited to meet you and be with you. I know. I feel the same way. I'm like, I feel like we're already friends and we've just <laughs> met. <laughs> but for, for anybody who's tuning in and they're not familiar with you and the work that you do, will you share with us a little bit about who you are and what you're all about? Yeah. So I am Kelsey Abbott. I'm an intuitive human design and money coach, and I help people welcome more ease, joy, and abundance into their lives. I have so much fun coaching and, and like coaching myself too, mm-hmm. and being my own like uplifter and raising the vibration around me. I, I'm married. I live in Florida. I have a one year old puppy. He just turned one two days ago, and I love triathlon. That's so much so, time. Tell us a little bit about your puppy. What kind of dog is he? He's a Doberman. Oh, so cute. And he is the night before his birthday. He weighed 79 pounds. Wow. He had a big first year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So oh. he's going to keep getting bigger. <laughs> I love that. That's, you know, I get so much joy from having dogs and we actually just got a puppy in the fall. Um, to we, we were like, you know, what? our elderly dog needs a buddy. Um, mm-hmm. but really like, I just wanted a puppy too. <laughs> and they're just, huh. they're such little joy bringers. <laughs> what kind of dogs do you have? So we have an English lab is our older dog. And then our new puppy, she's a mixed breed. We rescued her. So we think she's like a hound mixed with a Labrador, but she's got these great kind of like ears that are super expressive. So that's been really fun. (laughs) That's amazing. So how old is she now? She is, she, she was born in September. So we're recording this in February. So she's about five months old. Mm. So she's still like, she's got the puppy energy and the puppy teeth. (laughs) 
Yeah, you're still in full alligator mode. Yes, alligator mode is the perfect way to put it. Yes, mm-hmm. and, and my kids are her favorite chew toy, so we're always working on that. <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness, it continues. Yes, because it, <laughs> it had been 15 years since we had raised a puppy. Yeah, and we're like, oh, yeah, all of this, <laughs> yes. and every puppy is so different. Oh, I know they really are, but they're just they're so much fun, and I love that you you guys listening can't see this, but just over Kelsey's shoulder, the word joy is written on her wall, and not only does she exude joy, but I. Feel I feel like puppies just bring so much joy. So yes. I love that we have that. In our our puppy's name is actually Zumi, which means dancing with joy. Oh, I love that so much. How beautiful. That's so fun. Ours, our puppy is Pepper. And we like to say that she put a little pep in Millie's step. Millie's our older dog. Oh. <laughs> it's so good they get along. And it's not, Millie's not like, what is this? Yeah, Millie's like, this is great. There's so many more toys and treats in the house now. <laughs> yeah, I bet. It's so good. Oh, well, Kelsey, I am just so excited to nerd out over dogs with you and to not also nerd out over human design, because that's actually a topic. And we, we touched on this before we started recording that we haven't really shared or explored here on the Live by Design podcast yet. And here we're all about living by design and not by default. So leaning into life with intention and purpose and being goal oriented, but at the same time, really loving day to day life. I mean, I do an episode every Friday called joyful corner and it's a gratitude and joy practice. So we are all about like having that guiding light going forward, that direction, but also like being really present. And I'm so excited to learn, first of all, more about human design from you, but I first want to ask, I often find that we show up and we teach and we like to learn more about it and and we share because of experiences that we've gone through ourselves. And so I'm curious if there was something along your journey that, you know, really led you to pursuing um, human design and the work that you do around around, um, money coaching and and everything that you do right now. Yeah. So my path was super bouncy. I like my career path. I started out as a marine biologist and then I became a personal trainer, swim coach. Actually, I started swim coaching when I was 16 and just continued it always as a side gig. Um, but triathlon coaching, I taught like core classes. I had a food blog, I had a science blog and then I found professional coaching. And then after I started my podcast, then I learned one of my guests actually taught me about human design. So do you remember, well, you've got little kids. I don't know if this song still exists on Sesame Street, but this like one of these things doesn't belong. Oh, yes. Yeah. So I always thought that that song was about me. I was like, I'm the one that doesn't fit in. And I didn't didn't really like when I say that out loud, it sounds like devastating, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't always, sometimes it was, but it wasn't always, it was just a like, I don't fit here. It was like, I was the star-shaped piece that someone's trying to stick in the in the rectangle in that little mm. puzzle piece thing that they have at doctor's offices. Yep. Um, <laughs> they still have those. <laughs> okay. I figured, I figured that's probably a like long-lasting toy. So yeah, when I discovered, I discovered coaching first. Let me back up because I was a psych major in college. Mm. And at the time, The, my, what I took away from psychology was, oh, so you can then tell people what's wrong with them and kind of just like keep telling them what's wrong with them. What? No, I am so not here for this. So then I learned about coaching after I moved on from marine biology and was like, oh yes, this, 
to help people learn great, help them learn how much greater they can be and just like help them bring out their own brilliance. Yes, yes, yes. And then I learned about human design and was like, oh, this, this is the piece that was missing from my coaching. Cause now I can tell people, I can point to this thing as they're struggling with something and be like, what would stop trying to do it that way? That's not how you're designed to do it. <laughs> For me, one of the big things actually like right before I learned human design, I was working with a business coach who kept telling me, Kelsey, be more specific. Mm-hmm. And I was like, like temper tantrum level. Like I don't want to, that doesn't feel right. And she, finally I was like, okay, I'm going to try it. Mm-hmm. I tried it and it was like, everything screeched to a halt. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I got smacked around by the universe. And then like maybe a week later, I learned that in human design, I'm not designed to be specific. And if I am specific, that's what happens. I become totally disconnected, fall out of flow and feel like I've been tossed around by the universe. So that was like, see, I'm not meant to be specific. (laughs) You're like, I told you, I knew intuitively. Well, and and that's something that in, in being on your website, listening to your show, diving into the way that you share, I, I loved this through line you have about sharing about ease. And funnily enough, that was my word of the year last year. I was like, I just need a year where ease is, is what I am aiming for. And, mm-hmm. and I was able to make decisions based off of like, does this feel like there is ease there? And so what has your experience been like now, now on this other side of learning about human design? And you and I have talked about how it just, it, it like clicked for you. Right. And where does that ease come in? Like, how is it that that helps us um, really start to lean into? Is it, is it our strengths? You know, what does that look like? Yeah. So let me say first, ease is my word for this week. Oh, so how I funny. absolutely <laughs> love this so much. Um, okay. So this is very, very important. If something feels heavy and hard, as the universe saying, don't go this way. Mm-hmm. And yet as humans... How much are we taught? Just push through it, muscle through, force yourself, like just like plow on through, get it done. All of that stuff in the universe is like, stop, knock it off. You're not supposed to go this way. There is an easy path. Here's how I think of it. Imagine you're out at a new restaurant with a bunch of friends and you need to use the restroom. And so you get up and you ask a server, can you tell me where the restroom is? They say it's down the hall to the left. So you walk down the hall to the left. There's a door. You try and open it and you can't. And so eventually you're like throwing your whole body into it and you can't open the door. That's because it's a storage closet and no one wants you to pee in the mop bucket. <laughs> but if you keep walking down that hall, there's another door on your left that opens to the most expansive palatial bathroom you've ever seen. Sometimes you just have to keep on going to find the ease, but that's actually what we're designed for. We're not designed for the struggle bus ever. Mm -hmm. So if you're on it, get off and explore the ease all around you. Oh, that's so beautiful. And and you're so right there. There are so many times where, you know, you're told to just like grin and bear it or just like, or you keep convincing yourself like at this next milestone or at this next thing, right? You'll let up or whatever it is. But then there's like the sun cost and you're like, well, I've been doing this for so long. I'll just keep doing it. And I I really appreciate this reminder of like, it doesn't have to be so hard. <laughs> we make things so hard on ourselves. And this idea of ease is just so encouraging. And all of us actually have 
in our body, we have all the tools we need. No, I said in our bodies, not in our minds to know which way to go next. And we only need to know the next step, mm-hmm. which is like humans don't like that so much. We're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Just tell me like the first three steps. I want to know where I'm going. And the universe is like, no, no, you just need to know what's next. And you're like, no, I need to know the whole <laughs> recipe. But we have this thing in human design. It's called your authority. Mm-hmm. And your authority, you either have emotional authority or sacral authority or splenic authority. And there's other kinds of authorities, but we're not going to talk about those right now. And like, Kate, you have spl- or sacral authority, which mm-hmm. means you need something to respond to. Mm-hmm. So you need to be shown something, be offered something. Mm-hmm. And then your body either says, holy hell, yes, <laughs> or, or you might get a, uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> like a hard no, or you might get nothing. And if you get nothing, well, that nothing is not a holy hell yes. So it's a no. That's hilarious because you totally nailed me. I have always been, I have always jumped into things with two feet or not at all. I'm either like, <laughs> nope, not going to happen. Or I'm like, let me tell you about the next greatest thing I just discovered. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that is completely aligned for you. You just have to know, you can't ask your body what's for dinner. You have to say, do I want pizza? Do I want <laughs> pasta? And you're going to get a holy hell yes to one of those. Well, I mean, you might not necessarily to those two, but I, I tell people, go stand in the produce section of the grocery store and like look at every option and ask yourself, do I want an apple? No. Do I want asparagus? Oh, oh, that's really interesting. Apparently I'm really excited about asparagus right now. <laughs> I love that. So much because my husband uh, does most of the cooking in our family and he has ever, we've been together since we were 18 and he's been feeding me for like half my life, basically. And he teases me. He's like, I learned long ago not to ask you, what do you want for dinner? He goes, here are the three options we have. Which one do you want? And I'll be like, oh, this one. That's like hilarious to me because you are so right. I love that you guys have already figured that out on your yes. own. <laughs> well, it's funny because one of our children is the same way. And he's like, oh, no, we've got a mini Kate. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, generators are actually, so that's your energy type. And that mm-hmm. is the most common type. Mm. So it makes sense that you have a little generator. I love that. So for now that we've started to really dive into the human design aspect, can you give us, like, as we get started for anyone who's listening, who's new to it, as I am, what is like a working definition that you would give us? We're big on like kind of trying to create a working definition around here. So then we can have that awareness piece and that foundation to grow from. Yes. So first of all, first time I heard human design, it was from a podcast guest, as I mentioned, and she was like, have you ever heard of human design? And I was like, like anatomy? <laughs> yeah. and she's like, no, you need to know your birth time. And I was like, <sighs> Like, okay, I don't, I do, I know that, but I don't know what to do with this. So I was sent off Googling. Um, But here's my definition of human design. Mm-hmm. Your little baby soul got called to earth school. And I was so excited because earth school is where it gets to play so much. And it chose all of the gifts that you would need to be who you're supposed to be and do what you're supposed to do while you're here. And it sprinkled all of those gifts in this, what's called your soul blueprint or your human design chart. And then it found the exact time, date, and place that you would need to enter our school to seal the deal on that. So the day you're born, you know all of this. And then day two, you start forgetting it all. And then along the way, these very loving humans start telling you 
how to do life. And so that's the conditioning that gets put on top of your great forgetting. You're forgetting who you came here to be and what you came here to do and all the ease that you signed up for. Mm-hmm. And then one day you discover human design and you remember it all and feel that massive sense of permission to just do it your way and be a total weirdo and stop doing things the way you've been told you're supposed to do it mm-hmm. and relax into who you came here to be. The actual human design experiment is what it's called, like trying on all of this because there are so many layers to human design. And it's said to take seven years. Okay. So it's a long, it's a big project. Yeah. How long have you been in this project yourself? Five years so far. Wow. That's so cool. What have been some of your more profound, like realizations or aha moments or just like moments of ease for you? Mm, Okay. So I have what's called emotional authority, Mm -hmm. which means when something feels exciting, joyful, satisfying, sweet, it's a yes. If it feels angry, icky, sad, disconnected, it's a no. Mm. And I got to give myself 24 hours. So the amazing thing to, to make a decision and the amazing thing for me with this emotional authority is some, my emotional authority will often be working on things that I don't know it's working on. So I'll wake up like 2 a.m. rage and I'm like, okay, anger. Noted. Thank you. Can I go back to sleep now? And I always fall (laughs) right back to sleep. And then the next morning I'm like, okay, what am I not supposed to do? Mm. And it's guided me to so much, so many times of letting go of the good to allow the absolutely amazing. Mm. It's like, it shows me the perfect time to do something like that. Oh, that's so beautiful. It sounds like a process of a lot. It, it, becomes a guide that allows you to release those like fear-based responses. Like, cause I would, you know, I imagine like us holding onto the good so hard, right? Like we've got our, like our fists clutched around it, but I love this idea of like opening the palm and letting that go to bring all of the awesome in. Yes. So this happened, this happened with so many relationships with me Mm -hmm. and I love humans. I absolutely love my team. And I'll be like, Oh, that person's been so helpful for me. And now I'm feeling like it's time to let go, which means I got to trust that there's someone better right around the corner. Yeah, that's beautiful. I love that. And and that word trust reminds me too of what you said a moment ago about just it allowing you to be guided to the next right step. It's interesting when you learn new things like this, like I'm getting to learn in real time because I've always said my journey was also kind of circuitous. I like did my undergraduate degree. I worked a nine to five and it just wasn't quite aligned for me. And so I became like a yoga teacher and then a coach. And then, um, uh, I did my coaching and then I became a podcaster and, uh, now I'm getting ready to host my first virtual summit. And it's those things where like, when I first became a yoga teacher, if someone had told me like, well, you're two steps from now, you're going to host a podcast. I've been like, you're crazy mm-hmm. pants. <laughs> like Exactly. So you were giving it all in the right time. Mm-hmm. I love that. And that beautiful sense of ease that comes with it. So what else does human design have to, to teach us or unfold for us? Okay. So much. Let's start with the tippy top of the iceberg is these energy types. And there are five different energy types in human design. Generator 
which is your type, manifesting generator, my type, manifester, projector, and reflector. Each, your energy type describes how your energy is designed to dance with the energy around you. So as a generator, the universe is your personal shopper. This is true for manifesting generators as well. So the universe all day, every day is bringing you new ideas, new people, new colors, new flavors, new smells, new songs. And all day, your body, even without your notice sometimes is like, yes, more of that, please. And nah, don't want that. You are not designed to figure it out. The universe is going to do it for you. So you don't have to figure it out. You, you don't have to figure it out. Your job, respond to these things that the universe brings to you. Follow the holy hell yeses. When something lights you up, don't ask why, just go that way. And then when you are lit up, your energy becomes so sparkly, so juicy, so magnetic that you are irresistible and you elevate the world around you. So, so many generators are taught as little kids to be people pleasers, like to sacrifice themselves. You know, go set the table when you'd rather play with your toys. Okay. That makes me a good girl or boy. Go share your favorite toy. And so we get this message. Okay. My job is to sacrifice myself to lift other people up. And that's nice. Like, go give someone a parking spot. But what you're really here to do is elevate the world. And you do that very simply by doing what lights you up, by following the joy. Just keep going. Feel really good. Oh, I love everything about that. You guys can't see me, but I'm sitting here like nodding my head vigorously. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, Kelsey, tell me more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that tr- that's true for manifesting generators as well. And manifesting generators are here to play. So we'll add play to that. And we tend to be super bouncy and follow a zigzaggy path. Whereas man- uh, generators really are here to master things. You guys dig really deep on one things, whereas one thing, whereas MGs are more likely to, we need to be multi-passionate and we're more likely to swoop in and out of things. Apparently from the outside, it looks like we pick things up really quickly. doesn't feel like that from the inside, but that's what an M also MGs, our flow is naturally faster than the other energy types. So I find it more important for MGs to actually know everyone else is moving at the perfect speed. You don't have to wait for them. But with it, they tell you to slow down, just say thank you and keep going at your pace. <laughs> and when you're looking at the other people, they're not going super slow. You just flow faster. Keep going. I love that. And how cool that you have this play aspect. That's really neat. What mm-hmm. does that look like for you? That's triathlon for me. Yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. So people have asked me before, like, how do you find the discipline to train? And I'm like, what? No, no. It's play. It's how am I going to play today? Oh my goodness, I had to go ride my bike. I mean, that's what a seven-year-old says. Why wouldn't you say that as an adult? Mm-hmm. Yes. And th- I teach so often or I share so often on when I coach somebody who's like, well, I've, I've lost that sense of joy or that sense of play or that sense of fun. I'm like, well, when was the last time you actively tried to play? And then they're like, well, I don't know. And they're like, I don't even know what I would do. I'm like, well, what did you like when you were a little kid? <laughs> like, let's start there. Because so often we lose that 
as we, you know, go through life. And it's those things that we loved when we were young. That's so cool. It's, and it's so simple. I, here's my secret before podcast. I, um, have a little juggling dance party. Amazing. So I have my juggling balls right here. So I was listening to music and juggling before I hopped on Zoom with you. I love that so much. I actually just created recently um, a play jar. And because I'm not super prone to play, I am that person that goes really deep in things and I um, I can forget to play. Now, my having kids has really helped me like get back into that and um, disconnecting from technology and just playing for me. It's been so much fun. But when I'm on my own, I have a harder time playing. And so I made this little jar and I wrote down all these different fun things like do a puzzle, work on a painting, like just things that I love to do that at the end of the day, when I'm tired and I've made decisions all day, I have like decision fatigue. And I'm like, I just don't know like what I want to do. And then I just default, which I'm like, I don't like defaulting into things into like watching TV or just like going mm-hmm. to bed. Um, and so I made this play jar. And so sometimes I reach in and I'm like, what does the play jar have for me tonight? And it's always a thing that I needed to do that I would never have picked without that jar. <laughs> I, that is such a brilliant idea. I love it. It's super fun and so easy. I mean, it's like something I would do for my children, but I, I learn more from like my kids than I do anything else. <laughs> yeah. And actually as a three, five profile, we're jumping ahead a little bit, but you don't know what you like until you try it. Mm. You have to learn through experience. Yes. I'm like, well, you're like continually blowing my mind. Okay. So <laughs> we started with the, was the energies. Yeah. So we did generators and manifesting generators. Mm-hmm. Let me just give a quick explanation of the other energy types. Awesome. So manifestors are here to, they have the biggest energy. Mm-hmm. And let me just say this to any manifestor kids or parents of manifestor kids. Manifestors don't need to be parented. They need to be loved. They need to be fed, but they're likely the ones that are like, I know mom, I know. And manifestors have the biggest energy. So that means as an infant, they are the energetic leader of their family. You just feel if you gave birth to a manifestor, you're like, whoa, (laughs) what is this? These kids, so everyone feels their energy. So what do kids do when they feel uncomfortable? They feel something that they're unfamiliar with. They tease. So Mm -hmm. manifestors get teased a lot. They'll get picked on. Because the other kids feel their big energy and you're kind of scared by it. Manifestors, you are amazing. You are here to be big, to own your power. Don't dim your light. Keep being your powerful self. You are here to do what you want. Not asking other people's opinions about what you should do. You're here to be an energetic leader. So you start an energetic movement and the perfect people are supposed to follow you. Mm. Manifestors will get urges. So like walking down the street and like, they need to just go run to the slide, follow that urge and then rest until the next urge comes. Oh, that's too cool. My brain's automatically thinking about everybody now. And I'm like, oh, I think this person might be a manifester. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Then we've got projectors. Projectors are here to guide us. And projectors are unlike any other energy type. I mean, all of the energy types are unlike any other energy type, but projectors are basically a bird on a branch watching the rest of us scurry around on the forest floor and they see everything. So imagine there's a squirrel running around and the squirrel's hiding its nuts. The projector's like, stupid. 
squirrel, your nuts are over there. So finally, Projector can't hold it in anymore and is like, squirrel, your nuts are over here. And the squirrel looks up in the Projector and is like, who are you? Mind your own business. But if the squirrel sees the Projector up there and is like, oh, hey, do you know where my nuts are? Projector's like, yeah, they're over there. Squirrel go gets his nut, goes and gets his nuts and he's like, oh my goodness, you're so brilliant. Thank you so much. So projectors are here to guide us, but they need us to make room for their wisdom before mm. they can guide us. So they need an invitation. Mm. They need to be recognized and then invited to share their wisdom. Oh, that's If cool. they don't, it doesn't go so well. Oh, okay. What happens when that happens? When, so when they don't, that's when you get up, mind your own business. Yeah. Yep. That's Projectors so- will get labeled as know-it-alls or bossy. Mm. But is- brilliant leaders when they're invited. Oh, I love that. And then reflectors, reflectors are, Kate, you just got to see a glimpse of your chart and you saw like mm-hmm. a bunch of different shapes with different colors. Projectors chart is all white. They don't have any of their own energy. So a projector is going to be completely different in different environments and around different people. And they really need to know that they're a different person every moment of every day and just to flow with that. That is wild. Oh my gosh. My brain is like going a million miles an hour because I'm like, well, one, I can't wait to keep learning about this. And two, I'm like so curious about my closest friends and family. (laughs) Yeah. And understanding your friends and family, holy game changer. I mean, it's changed my relationship with my husband, but then also just knowing my parents' designs Mm. completely. Oh, it all makes so much sense. Mm. So much sense. Oh my God. Like I, my dad and I used to butt heads a lot. And now I look at his chart and I'm like, no wonder. (laughs) what a gift that is that's so beautiful it really is I mean and to be able to parent Mm -hmm. your kids by their design holy moly like to know for instance I can see a little corner of your chart right here (laughs) Kate and you have the gift of standing up for what you believe in Mm -hmm. and that can be like on a tiny level or a big level and to be able to as a parent like promote that in your kid and support that instead of being like oh that's none of your business or like why do you want to crusade about i don't know picking up dog poop or Uh whatever but like no that's their thing use your gift yeah oh i love that that is so cool i know you've been giving me so many beautiful glimpses with the chart that's so cool you also have the gift of um newness needing newness in your life. I have this one too. So there's a couple of fun pieces of this. First of all, I find if I'm walking on like a windy path and I need to turn around, I'll be like, I just need to know what's around this corner. And then we can turn around. Fine. But I always <laughs> need to know what's around the corner. But then also when life isn't bringing us newness, we need to create it for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And when we create, it is an expression of our soul. Mm-hmm. So we create like, Full authentic creation. Yeah. Yeah. I that really resonates with me. I feel like every, anything I do, I put like my whole heart into, mm-hmm. which is really rewarding and also like a lot. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 
that's too that's amazing I'm like you just like continually keep it's like these layers and I'm just like yep uh-huh <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it's, I, and I like what you said too about standing up for yourself you know it's or standing up for something that you believe in we had a situation recently where my oldest who's a little bit quieter and a little bit um, more reserved um had like built this like foam tower of blocks at gymnastics class this week and his younger brother my three-year-old who's only 18 months younger than him and they're like besties um I guess somebody knocked over my oldest uh little tower and my youngest like started to like defend his older brother was like telling the kids like you can't knock over his tower and da 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 and we've I've always wondered I'm like I wonder and these guys are going to have each other's backs and stand up for each other. So it makes me really happy to know that, you know, maybe that's being passed or, or um, just shown in the next generation. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Oh my God. I can't wait to see your kids turrets. Oh my gosh. I know. I just keep waiting until like, you know, they're 15 years from now and they're like the principal's office is calling or something. <laughs> All that too. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, they'll be there together. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Okay, so we start with the energies and then where do where do we go from there? Okay, so then there's profiles. Okay. And profiles are the numbers like I mentioned, you're a three five. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of like your personality. Mm-hmm. And as I mentioned, you learn through personal experiences. So the three mm-hmm. five learns through personal experiences. The the best way your husband can support you is keep cheering you on as you experiment in life, mm-hmm. not waste any energy trying to be like, Hey, you're really going to like this because it doesn't work. You don't know what you like until you try it yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, the three, five also, so sometimes you feel like your experimentation, you feel like you're trying and failing, but mm-hmm. to the rest of us, it just looks like you're doing life. There was this magazine. I don't know if it still does it, if this still exists, but there was like stars. They're just like us. Like they walk their dogs in the park. They get toilet paper on their shoes. Like whatever, all these pictures in the back of the magazine. The three five is like that. Like they're just like us. You guys, we can relate. Everybody loves the three fives and we all just relate like, Oh, she's just like me. And your learning through your experience is a catalyst for all of our growth. Also, you're doing a great job. Oh, thanks, Kelsey. So everyone who's listening, please reach out to Kate and tell her she's doing a great job. <laughs> that's hilarious. Need that's, to hear that. that's like the greatest thing people can ever tell me is like, you're doing well. You're doing, I literally keep a, a folder in my phone and it's like anybody who's like written a really nice review of the podcast or sent me a nice text. I'm like, I'm going to save this for the days I doubt myself. And I'll literally go in there and be like, I'm just going to read through these until I'm like pumped up. <laughs> yes. Every time I tell that to a three, five, there's like little tears come to their eyes. And like, I was going to say, I'm getting like little you. prickles, like prickles yeah. in my eyes. <laughs> yeah. So you Aww. really are doing great. That's so beautiful. let's give a, a couple other snapshots of yeah. energy types. Uh, one, three, Wants to know all the things about all the things and Mm. also learns through personal experience, but they'll also research everything and like everything. Uh, Four, six, that's my energy type. We love humans so much. We love deeply and we're here for our people, not for everybody. Um, the two, four is the easy breezy genius. That's my husband. And he picks things up 
so quickly, but two fours can't see themselves. So he has no idea how great he is at things unless somebody tells him and then he accepts it Mm -hmm. because we all have this scarring from childhood where someone would say, you're really good at that. (laughs) And so they still hold on to those. Yeah. They're, they're probably lying to me. What? No, you're an adult. People don't do that anymore. You're good at it. (laughs) Listen. Um, And then six twos are here to become the authority figure that their kids self wished existed. Mm-hmm. And all the, obviously there's so much more to all of these, but I'm just trying to give a brief snapshot on some of the more common profiles. And then five ones, five ones are super competent. They have this save the day energy. And if you want something done, ask a five one, but then for all generators and MGs, we have this, all day energy. People feel that like, Oh, you guys are super capable. You can get it done. You're going to get it done. So people ask us to do things. Use that. Does it light you up to determine whether you say yes or no? Boundaries are super important because our energy is designed to be used for things that light us up. Not for, I mean, if, if doing something for someone else, doing that particular thing truly lights you up, do it. But if it doesn't, don't. Yes. That's such a great life rule. I feel like <laughs> I love because yeah, I think people will look at that so like expansively and be like, but I love helping other people. Mm-hmm. Yes, I know you do. But when your friend asks to help you help them move this super heavy piece of mm-hmm. furniture, does that light you up? Or would you rather go ride your bike? Mm-hmm. Or rather make a cake? Like you know, I know you want to help her, but maybe that's not the way you are designed to help. Yeah. It sounds like this process can be, can work. I'm thinking of like a timeline and it, it seems to me like we're, we're in the right now, but human design can help give us some context for past experiences and how, like why we are the way that we are, or just help like put things into a context that you're like, Oh, that makes total sense, right? Like you were saying, like the star-shaped puzzle piece trying to be put in the rectangle, right? And now you're like, oh, I get it. Yeah. And then I I imagine it can also help inform us going forward because we get to know what are these things that really light us up or these things that really work well for us or feel in, in alignment um, or mm-hmm. have a sense of ease, right? Or that, that heck yes energy. Um, it, how cool that this is a tool that I feel like spans the timeline. That's really neat. Yes. Yes. And this is, this is, you can just relax into it. Stop trying to figure it out. Yeah. Stop trying to make things happen. Just if if you're a generator or a manifesting generator, those are the two most common types. The universe is going to bring you something to respond to. And if you feel like it's not clean out your aura, clean out your energy. So look, where are the places in your life where you are saying yes to something that's actually a no? Mm. So is that having lunch with a friend when it really would, you'd so much rather do something else? Is it um, a meeting, a standing meeting that you kind of dread going to? Is it your pants that are actually really uncomfortable? Look at all the places in your life where you're like, Yes, but actually, no, I hate that. Or it can even not be a strong as like, I hate that, but just a, this is not a holy hell yes. Mm. If it's not a holy hell yes, it's got to go. 
So clean out your energy and then you'll start seeing, oh, the universe brought me this. And it, it'll be little things like oh, a song and like, oh, that flower smelled amazing. Or I love the way the sunset is glistening off that plant, whatever it is. It's all happening for you. Mm-hmm. It's just the universe showing off for you. Oh, it feels like a very um, joyful and expansive way to view things. It is. And I really want anyone, if you come learn human design through me, I'll make sure that you feel that you are filled with gifts and you are here to have so much fun. If you are learning human design other places, if at any time it makes you feel trapped or disempowered in any way, permission to not not go that way. It is supposed to light you up. It is supposed to be fun and freeing and make you feel so seen. So if you don't feel that, if you're feeling more like, oh my God, I'm trapped. I'm not, I have to wait in some way, reach out to me and I will explain to you how wonderful you are. Mm, I love that so much. And you seriously, like speaking of lighting up, you light up as you talk about human design. And I think it's such it is so cool to get to see another person find that thing that they're like, yes, this is it. And I'm going to like support and love others well through this. And I can see that like radiating on my screen. It's so beautiful. Thank you so much. I just gave a talk at my chiropractor's office and my husband was there as well. And they said to him, wow, we've never seen Kelsey so lit up because she's usually lying face down on the table. And then <laughs> Talking about human design and holy moly, I just, (laughs) I want, we all rise together. So one of the amazing things about human design is it shows us, reminds us that we are all completely unique. Like there is no one else like you. How cool is that? There are other people with similarities, but no one else is exactly like you. You are designed to be your own unique puzzle piece. And your puzzle piece fits uniquely with other people's puzzle pieces. And then when all those puzzle pieces fit together, that's how we rise. Oh, I love we that need so much. Each other. Yes. That idea of like a rising tide lifts all boats to me is like the ethos or like the through line of like why I do what it is that I do. Right. It's why I, I coach and I host my show and, you know, I, I have my masterclass. Like it's, it's why I do all those things. Right. Because like as one of us, gets to grow and learn and, and change and implement all those things. We get, we, if we bring others along with us, like how beautiful is that? Mm-hmm. That's the yeah. point. So That's cool. The point. I oh, love it. So beautiful. So when it comes to the chart specifically, is there anything else that you would want to share with listeners, especially if they're new to human design and um, this approach? If you're brand new to human design, You're going to look at a chart and be like, what is going on here? It is not made to be understood easily. Mm. Don't try to like wrestle with it. Know that the colors of the centers are randomly chosen. Don't worry about it. I can help you through. Actually, I'll tell you this. You're not going to even know what the centers are, but the ones that are colored in, that's where you have your own energy. The ones that are white, you don't have your own energy there. So you want to stay out of those. If you go in there alone, you're going to suffer. Meaning if you go try and use it, you don't have energy there. So that's going to cause you suffering. If, But if you go there in there with someone else, like if you go in there with a coach, you can 
have fun navigating it or if you use it as a superpower because that's where we feel other people's energy. So mm-hmm. if you're like, oh, like Kate, for instance, you feel other people's emotions. So mm-hmm. if you were to say to me like, hey, Kelsey, are you feeling sad right now? I'm like, oh yeah, thank you so much mm-hmm. for bringing that to my attention. So that can be super helpful. And then you get out of there because you're feeling my emotions not helping me, not helping you. You get to be like, return to center with compassion. <laughs> That's wild. No, you're totally right. I am like a, um, like a sponge when it comes to emotion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Which is really powerful and a really beautiful way to connect with people is also a reason why I've had to learn like very healthy boundaries. Yeah. And you got to learn how to clean out other people's mm-hmm. energy. Yeah. Cause you are going to pick up that energy from people not just from your family members, mm-hmm. not just from like when you're out in your community, but also from the collective. And you mm-hmm. are going to feel that energy from people online. So if you're like reading or on social media or something like that, you're going to pick up energy. You are picking up everywhere. Yeah. So yeah, you got to uh-huh. have like massive energy hygiene practices. Yeah, that's hilarious. I actually had to start, my husband loves to read the news and it like is the number one way to make me feel super down. And so we have a practice where I have a couple of news outlets that I will check. So I know what's going on in the world. Like I want to be an informed citizen, but then I will ask him at the end of the day, sometimes like, is there anything going on in the world I really need to know about? Like, mm-hmm. can you tell me what exactly I should know? Um, Cause I even have to be careful with that. Cause sometimes it can just feel so overwhelming. So that's actually really validating to learn. I see so many um, so many wonderful benefits of working with you and, and learning your own personal human design. And I think the sense of validation and the sense of being seen is, is a really beautiful gift that you offer people. Thank you so much. And by the way, I don't look at the news ever. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> I, I did once and it made me like, I, I basically passed out as a result. I was so tired. So my husband will tell me and he's learning. It's, I don't know how many years it's been since I've looked at the news, but he's learning more to be more and more discerning. Mm. And he's basically like, actually, there's nothing you need to know. Nothing. (laughs) You're good. Yep. Exactly. Right. Yeah. My husband will be like, did you hear about like such and such a world event? And I'm like, yep, I've got the, I got the cliff note. I'm good. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. I, that it became really, uh, I became really aware of it during the beginning of the pandemic. And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm spiraling a little bit here. I need to like rein it in. Um, and it became like a silver lining of sorts. I I learned a new way to navigate those waters. Um, yeah, you have an open Ajna like me, which means you feel and amplify other people's mental energy. Mm -hmm. And we don't have some people. So if that center is defined, they can hear something. And if they don't, agree with it. They just throw it in the trash can for us. No, it becomes a spiral. That's one of those places you and I don't belong up there. So stay out of your head. All of your wisdom is in your body. All of it. Head is beautiful decoration, not for thinking, not for processing information. It can be really dangerous up there. Yeah. That's too funny. I've always been a very physical person. Like I, I went through an illness last fall where I was having breathing issues. And so I've always been a runner. I actually did a triathlon. My first one was when I was 16 and I got like totally hooked. Um, Mm -hmm. and now I just, now it's just running for the time being, not, not just, I don't want to diminish it, but I just focus on running right now and in the season of life that I'm in and physical movement has always been how I, I always say that it's for my mental health and my emotional health more than even my physical health, right? It's just how I process all the things. And so when I was sick and I couldn't breathe, I couldn't work out. And I was like, 
what do, what do I do? (laughs) Like it's, it's hard when, you know, the sweating is the processing or is the the vehicle. That's really wild. Yeah. And you have, I have that gift as well. That's in your chart. Yeah. (laughs) FYI. I love that. Well, before we started recording, Kelsey was like, oh, of course you're a podcaster. Cause what was it that you saw? Yeah. You have the gift of an amplified and dramatic voice. (laughs) That's so wild. I love that. Mm -hmm. And one of the gifts of that is like people hear you. Like I ride bikes. A friend of mine has that. My husband has it too. And you can hear him like our whole neighborhood if he's talking outside. (laughs) But one of my friends I ride with will both say on your left when passing people. And I know people can hear her better than they can hear me. And it's not, she's not loud. It's just your voice is heard. Oh, that's so wild. Is there anything else looking at the chart that you would want to share or something that is maybe a nice example of what this process can do for folks. Yeah. So let me, let me just pick something up here. You, okay. This is what's screaming. You have the gift of loving yourself. Mm. That so many people struggle with loving themselves. And some of these people that struggle with it have that gift, but you Kate are here to own that gift to show the rest of us, what does it look like to love yourself? Be the example. The rest of us can learn. We might not have that gate innately. Our our soul didn't pick that for us automatically, but we can learn. We can pick up those skills. So please be the example for us on that. Oh, Kelsey, you're hitting me in the feels. (laughs) We actually, it's so funny because in the LBD collective, it's my like group women's coaching program. Um, We just did self-love. Uh, and it was, it was so fun to dive into at them. I always like to do something kind of love focused in February, but, mm-hmm. um, wow. <laughs> You're like my, my, I've got like the little mind blown emoji over my head right now. <laughs> You're literally made for that. Oh, that is very validating to hear and very, really encouraging too. Yeah. That's here for love. Oh. And it's by loving ourselves that we love others. Mm-hmm. Yes. One of my things that I love to say is that you can't pour from an empty vessel. Mm-hmm. And I know that because I've been, I got burnout before I've been empty and I was like, Oh no, never again. <laughs> we can't do yeah. that. I always say we give from the overflow. Mm-hmm. Don't even give, even if your cup is filled to the brim, it's all yours. Hold <laughs> on to that. And then as it spills over, give that. Yes. Oh, that's so beautiful. So Kelsey, this has been so incredible. I'm like teary eyed. My heart is full. I am so grateful that you and I are now in each other's realms. And for anybody who's listening and they're like, Kelsey is amazing. And I need her in my life too. Where are the best places to connect with you? I know you have your podcast. We'd love to hear more about that, but how can people work with you as well? Yeah. So my podcast is the find your awesome podcast. It's five and a bit years old. So there's 300 something episodes go binge till your heart's content. And I retired from social media in 2020. So you won't find me on the socials, but you will find me at KelseyAbbott.com. And I'm currently so lit up about what I'm doing with my private clients. They get the one-on-one coaching with me. And then we do group two group calls a, a month, which is all about diving really deep into human design, learning all the things like complete nerding out on all things human design. And then we have this 
joy train again, rising tide lifts all boats. So we share our joy on a regular basis, lifting each other up. And we do these like quarterly retreats. It's just so fun in there right now. So you can learn all about that at my website, KelseyAbbott.com. And you can get your chart for free there. And then if you just want a quick hit on human design, I'm offering mini readings right now. So those are 30 minute, like come with an intention because as you've probably gathered from this conversation, there's so much. I could, I could give you a fire hose of information about your individual human design. It would take like me talking for probably a week straight. So figure out what you want to know mm-hmm. and we can dive into that in a mini reading. Oh. Kelsey, you are incredible. You're such a light. You exude so much joy. And I'm just so grateful to have gotten to share this time with you. And thank you so much for just speaking to not only my heart, but I know the heart of our listening audience as well. And for everybody tuning in, we will have links to all the places to find Kelsey below in the show notes as well. Thank you, love. Thank you so much. This has been such a cozy, loving space and I've had so much fun. Thank you, Kate. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed that episode. And if you did, please share it with anyone else you know who needs to hear it. And if it lights you up to do so, please leave a five-star rating and a glowing review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Now, let's talk about you. If you don't have your human design chart from me, go and get it at KelseyAbbott.com. If you are interested in one of the Find Your Awesome Podcast events coming up, go to KelseyAbbott.com. You will find everything you need there. Thank you so much for listening. You're amazing. You are wonderful. I love you so much. Go forth and be awesome. Awesome.